This episode of the Horror Show is brought to you by Dylan L. and Jay Hess. Thank you guys very much for donating. They donated over at patreon.com slash I hate horror. Uh, so if you can support us monetarily, that's the way to do it. Up next, Motel Hell. I didn't even realize you had started talking. That's fine. About the misfortune of sinning kids at Crystal Lake Became addicted straight away with the initial tape God bless Betamax VHS holy like Amanda Kruger I was introduced to genre flicks by Toby Hooper I started craving more just like Larry the Looter I collected VHS without commentary or bloopers Store computers, magazines, a bunch of stores Spent my money on movies and begged my mom for more I'd watch the boys kill those astro bastards Five times a day or even more I loved the gore Lionel and Paquita combined their lonely hearts I was hellbound, Cenobites tore my soul apart I've seen them all, from Dracula to Vertigo Listen up, welcome to the Horror Show with Sean and Joe Hello everybody and welcome to the Horror Show The show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events I'm Sean I'm Joe Well, Mo, well we're done with fucking Serial Killer, which is uh, great <laughs> It was nice to watch just two movies Two movies. It was nice. Um, but then it wasn't so nice. Why? Because we watched Motel Hell. We did. fine. Mm-hmm. Then we watched Dolly Dearest. We did, that we did. Which was not so fine. It was not. <laughs> Do you know both these movies were released on October 18th? Just different years. How about that? Isn't that weird? October 18th, 1980, Destiny. Motel Hell. October 18th, 1991, Dolly Dearest. It had a little theatrical run, Dolly Dearest. That, that is appalling. <laughs> Honestly, the 90s were so fucking weird. They were super fucking weird. It was like... Well, we're not talking about Dolly Dearest in this one, right? No, no. We'll save it, I guess. Man, I just have something to say. I guess we should definitely save it because <laughs> we're on 1980. We're not even okay. close to 1990s. Um, Motel Hell's budget is listed as $3 million. I don't think that's possible. Three million? Yeah. On what? Well, Rory Calhoun's salary is probably like eighty percent of that. <laughs> Guys in the dirt. I guess that climax fight. I mean, it lasted fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of gasoline probably used on those chains. <laughs> At least three million dollars. Right? <laughs> Six point three million in the box office. It even had a number one weekend. Did it? Yeah. Wow. That's fucking nuts. Um, memories on this one. You got any? Love it. All right. So Motel Hell is uh, very dear to my heart. Same. Uh, as a kid, I don't know why. I think it was actually my aunt and uncle were like, you got to watch Motel Hell. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. And I did. And I was yeah. like, this is insane. My insane. dad. I think I watched it before Texas Chainsaw, to be honest with you. Oh, I definitely did. My dad showed it to me when I was super young, like seven or eight, probably. And I, I was, yeah, I was about the same. Look, look, I, I don't know what people that age were like so enamored about. I mean, I like the movie. Like, it's not, don't get me wrong, but it is weird because my dad was super amped up to show it to me also. Like, yeah. he's like, you got to check this out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so bizarre. This is wild. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. And I mean, it's wild, I mean, but, it, it's not, but it's not like the most shocking. No. It's, I, I can't even describe it. It's just like, it's not, it's not grind. It's like grindcore light. 
It is. It is. Yeah, it's like grindhouse light. That and I, I mean that's a grindcore. That, yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish it was grindcore also. Um what was this rated? Was this R? Oh yeah, there's boobs in it. Yeah, it's R. It's R. I mean, outside of the boobs though. Oh no, it's gross. It's fucking gross. I would have given it an R rating for the noises the vegetable people make. <laughs> That's you because it's so disgusting. Yeah, I I think I'm I'm in agreement. It was one of the most appalling noises I've ever heard in a movie. I I've never been more disgusted in my life. I, it was so fucking disgusting. Um, if I had any skills, I would have done this you know beforehand, mm-hmm. but I don't. My brain's running like a thousand miles a minute. So I know that Rory Calhoun, who's in this, yeah, uh, they once like exposed his like adultery. Uh, because he was married. Yeah, and like that, some tabloid ran it, and they're like, he slept with like seventy six women during the course of his marriage. And when they asked about it, he was like, "You didn't even name like half of it." Like, like he was <laughs> more upset that like they got the number wrong. But now I'm trying to think because I'm pretty sure some producer was like, "There was a huge scandal about the break." Yeah, and he was like, "No, no, no, you can't." Like, this will ruin us. Like, just talk about this guy's affairs because he's had so many of them. Oh, are you so That's, like, why it came out. And then he was also pissed that they lowballed his number. I'm trying to find, like... Uh, Wait, so the producer had done some shady shit? I forget. Something was about to come out. You know what? I think I'm... Not, no. I, so I take it back. Don't construe my words. I'm not saying it was shady. I think they were going to expose Rock Hudson as being gay. And, oh, and uh, okay, they were okay. like, you can't do that. It'll ruin his career. Right, 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 right. Just talk about this guy sleeping with every woman ever. Fucking every woman <laughs> yeah, in their life. Yeah. I that think is that was so it. fucking Let funny. me look this up. Yeah, I am correct. Yeah. He was nearly blacklisted after. <laughs> Wait, who was Rory? Rory, yeah. For fucking women? Well, he's I mean, married. not that it matters who you're fucking, but like. Well, he's married. No, it was just more like he was just plastered all over newspapers. So people were probably like, "Yeah, fuck this guy." What? What? Um. What? Um. Rory Calhoun went by the name Smoke. Um. Of course, he did. look at him. <laughs> uh, Rory Calhoun. What year did that that scandal break? So Rock Hudson, that had to have been in like the sixties. Uh. Mm. Let's see here. Because Rock Hudson died in the 80s. So, like, so that would be crazy. Like, because I didn't even know there were tabloids back then. That's the only reason I'm actually fascinated by this. Is Rory Calhoun the first victim of, like, tabloid bullshit? I cannot be. (laughs) Uh, Dude, the National Enquirer of the 1950s. That's fucking nuts. This is way more fascinating than um, Motel Hell, by the way. I'm way more into this. Yeah, Carol Burnett sued them. That was in the 70s, so who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, get over it. <laughs> a secret deal that kept Roddick Hudson in the closet. No, I'm telling you, man. The secret deal that kept Roddick Hudson in the closet. I don't closet. know why I knew that or why I when how, Yeah, that's insane. Um, Rock Hudson and his manager cut a secret deal and outed another star instead. Rory Calhoun, a rising star, was nearly blacklisted after Confidential Magazine cut a secret deal by Hollywood Studio Ops to keep their biggest seeming hetero male star, Rock Hudson, safely in the closet. They were about to print a bombshell exposing the secret gay life of superstar Rock Hudson. Oh, that's fucking terrible. Boldly, Calhoun tried to trump Confidential scoop by going public first. The rising star still found his career stalled 
and he never rose above B movie status while working more in European films and Motel like, Hell. And Motel Hell. <laughs> <laughs> he would remain a f- That's crazy, dude. That's fucking nuts. That's a fascinating story. Well, that's it. So there you have it. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> For Joe, this is Sean. Um, so let's get into uh, Motel Hell. I, I, it was, uh, yeah, it was big deal for me too. <laughs> blah blah blah. Dad showed it to me. No, but um, is it I, your favorite Wolfman Jack movie? Yes, I <laughs> actually probably not. Honestly, he's probably in like a ton of other shit just on the radio. Technically, oh, oh, just his voice. Yeah, I, pro- I feel like he's in like Return of the Living Dead or something mm. like that. Anyway, he's not- American Graffiti. Seeing that he is, I think. Yeah, maybe. I hate that movie. Well, then what are you arguing? <laughs> what <are> you <laughs> um, so this movie, Farmer Vincent's Smoked Meats. This is it. it says yes. That's what we're greeted to, a sign. Super long credit intro. Um, and we meet Farmer Vincent right off the bat, Rory Calhoun there. Uh, and he watches uh, these two people on a motorcycle crash into a fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> Seemingly for no reason. They just fucking smash into a wall. Um, he collects the two bodies. But for some reason, he's smitten with one of them. He's smitten with that gal. Um, and I don't know why that happens in this movie. I, I don't either. <laughs> it's honestly unnecessary. It's very odd, uh, but that's fine. Uh, the next day... Uh, I do love this motel hello. I know. And it's, just the O flickers. <laughs> It's also insanely stupid. You know they just drove by an actual one that said that, and they're like, oh, my God. Holy shit. <laughs> Actually, I think it was like Motel Hell, and they were like, what can we call it? Why can we make <laughs> oh, a reason oh. <laughs> to call it Motel Hell? And they're like, Motel Hello, and they're like, that's literally all we can do. Did I ever show you the motel by the school I taught in? Yes, you drove. They, they would always spray paint "Welcome to Hell" yes. on the thing, and they would always clean it. And like every week, on like every Sunday, someone would do it again. You did show it was me that. so appropriate. You drove me by there, and you're <laughs> like, "Yeah, um, it was insane." That was honestly terrifying. Uh, so he's collecting these people, so we know something nefarious is going on. Next day, we meet a family. Beginning of this movie is basically like, uh, "Hey, how many people are going to run into Farmer Vincent today?" And it's, <laughs> No farmers ever run into that many people in the course of a day. No. Um, so it's the next day. Family stops by. And we uh, he's selling smoked meats for two ninety five a box. It seems like a deal to me. Now, if you bought smoked meats from somebody that looked like Farmer Vincent, you just assume they're human flesh. Right? Of course. <laughs> also, though, for two ninety five, I'll eat people. For, for a, a basket of meats? Okay. Feed me for like a week? For two ninety five, what's that disease you can get? Cur, uh, cura, from from eating people. Oh yeah, you get like your brain like melts. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. Insane. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's a good point. I wanted to actually talk about cannibalism. I don't know what I was going to say though. I didn't really have much to say, but cannibalism is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Do you ever watch it's it? It's called Kuru. Kuru, yeah. yeah, and it makes like your brain fucking like dissolve. It, it, it's like bad cow disease times a billion. Yeah, <laughs> which is insane. Yeah, that's so. Really, your body has been built to not eat people, right? <laughs> like really. But I think you only. I think you might only get it if you eat the brain. Oh, I think you might be right, actually. So I think you eat the flesh. Do you ever see that 
documentary on that Japanese cannibal yeah. who just ate like tons of people. Isn't he, isn't he just like he's, round? I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah. I think you're correct. I think he's in like. Like interviewed so, him as like penthouse suite. Right. Because yes. he's, he's like a, a working class man. Correct. I'm pretty sure he's just like, I think in Japan he's under some type of monitoring, but it's just like, it's like almost house arrest, but he can go out. It's just work. like making sure he's not eating anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, let me smell your breath once in a while. <laughs> he ate so many people. I mean, he he talks about it so heavily. Uh, he's very proud of himself. <laughs> like, I watched when he's talking about, like, cutting off their butt cheeks and stuff. And mm. it, it was fucking... I hate that guy. <laughs> Joe has zero tolerance for for criminals. <laughs> no, that's not true. I support lots of criminals. Well, <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. For murdering, murderous criminals... Right. That, yeah, you do not, um, what's the word for it? You don't, you don't glorify, glorify them. At I, all. I, I'm with you, that. you fucking hate their guts. They should be, they should be <laughs> murdered. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm with you. Um, I, I just love that stance. It's a great stance to have. Um, so anyway, I mean, I get the fascination, like, 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 I, no, I don't get the fascination. I get like why it piques people's interests. Yeah. Like the psychology of right, it, right, right. But then when you're like selling shirts with their faces on it, yeah. you're like fuck you, yeah. like, this guy killed someone. Yeah, a lot of people usually. Usually, yeah, yeah. usually a lot more than an all innocent. Right. <laughs> oh, look how good looking Ted Bundy is. Are you fucking out of your mind? Jesus. Also, not a very attractive man in my opinion. He really wasn't. That I, I'm I'm not with it. I don't. I, the whole like handsome serial killer thing with him never. Yeah. Never, never got me. No. Anyway. <laughs> well, that was a good one. Uh, so anyway, there's a kids. They find the slaughterhouse, um, but they get scared away. And Farmer Vincent says, oh, don't worry, I'll calm them down. And literally just goes up to their faces and is like, Aah! and the parents are 100% fine with it. <laughs> They're like, oh, thank you. We'll see you later. Um, Vinny's definitely up to some fucked up shit, though. Like sprays his hand with oil. I say that like he's into some fucked up shit, but really, that didn't really tell us much. I actually don't know what he was doing. <laughs> but I remember when the scene happened, I was like, oh, what's he yeah, up to? Here we go. <laughs> I think it was, I don't know what he was doing, honestly. Um, Popo show up. But it's just their brother Bruce. <laughs> They're all buddies. Ida jumps on him, chokes him. Ida is uh, Vincent's sister. Ida is, is it his sister or? <laughs> yeah, and his sister. Okay. It's definitely his sister. Um, So Ida's his sister. She's a beefy gal. <laughs> she, uh. She would make good sausage. She would. She would. Out of her butt. <laughs> um, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh. Anyway, so this cop's Bruce. He's the brother. So you, you got your uh, typical uh, Texas chainsaw set up here. You the, too. The family kind of spread across the town. Uh, it's honestly very ridiculous that they just rehashed Texas chainsaw like this. Oh, for sure. To the point where they just threw in chainsaw. For sure. And and here's my question. So people say it's a satire of slashers and things of that nature. People say that? Yeah, yeah. 
Do you think that's accurate? I don't think so. Oh, you think the people wrote this being like, eh, we're going to comment <laughs> on the state of... No. <laughs> and really what had come out so far, Texas Chainsaw and Halloween, right? 1980? Yeah. So I don't think they were really thinking that. I'm, in my I'm, opinion. I'm telling you they weren't. The humor in it, how much of it do you think is intentional? Uh, sorry, this chair is so squeaky. Holy shit. Um, how much I think it was intentional. I, I do think they probably were like, we're just going to make like schlock. Yeah, um, I think I think that's what it was. I think it was more that comedy like that, that were inserted into a lot of Grindhouse movies. Like even Deathbed, the bed that eats kind of had that weird like. Some weird scenes that you're like, they had to have known this is like ridiculous. Like when he, like, like when he, it's not a he, it's a fucking bed. And when it drinks, when it drinks Pepto Bismol. Yes, yes, exactly. That's exactly. I mean, there's it. no way they were serious. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's got indigestion. This be a good effect. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I think I might like that. Dude, I, I, I was actually, uh, I know we're all over the place with this one, but um, oh, I rewatched Halloween H2O and. and I fucking liked it. And no, I'm serious. And it made me think like so often I watch movies for the show, like for yes. an episode. I'm like, this fucking sucks. It's abysmal. But usually it's because it's pancaked in between two other bullshit movies yes. that I have to watch. Yep. I'm just like already miserable. And I'll rewatch something that I trashed on the show like six months later. I'm like, this is fine. I also think it's fun. I also think it's easier to make fun of the movies. Um, so I think we're often looking for that. Look, but yeah, looking to pick it apart, pick it apart, or looking for something funny to talk about. I think we do it less than we used to now. But um, but even still, when you're wa- when you're watching it and taking notes, you, that, that, that's, you notice that's, everything. Yeah, you notice fucking everything. Like because we did uh, Halloween H two O for the Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, I was like, this is. Fucking awful. Like, I really hated it. Yeah, yeah. I looked at my letterbox and gave it one out of five. And I watched it. I was like, this is fucking fine. Like, I mean, it's stupid. Yeah, oh, yeah, Cool yeah. J surviving. <laughs> one of the most stupid things I've ever seen. But it was honestly pretty fun. Like, yeah, I had yeah, no yeah. problem with it. Josh Harnett's in that? Yeah. Same year as uh, the faculty. Same haircut. He was blowing it up, man. Yeah. You think they were like, don't cut your hair? I. I almost guarantee it. They're probably it's like perfect. trademarked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd's of London insurance policy on it. <laughs> so the cop's the younger brother. Uh, he comes in and uh, the girl they stole has been nursed back to health. Mm. She's like, hey, where's my boyfriend? The other one that they picked up. They're like, and I assumed he was dead. Vincent's like, he's dead. We buried him. <laughs> the girl's upset by this. Not nearly as upset as she should. Okay. I was just saying, because the way you said that was like kind of surprised that she was upset. Like, no. She's like, really? Like, that's about the extent of it. Yeah. And I was like, they. I would be like throwing myself out the window. They took the liberties of burying your significant other. <laughs> like, without. In a, he's like, I buried him in the back. Like, like, you fucking a proper burial. like no sure. proper yeah. burial, not even in a location. He maybe even knew <laughs> who knows where they're from because she didn't know who Vincent was. So they're not local. Right. And he, he buried them. Um, and then finally, thankfully, she was like, who gave you permission to bury him? But it was like five minutes later. She like finally thought about it. And the cops like, well, in this county, uh, you're allowed to do that. 
Oh, You're not allowed to do that in any county. Ever. No, it's desecration of a corpse. <laughs> it's not okay. Um, and he's like, well, let's go to the cemetery. <laughs> and they, you know, uh, they gave him a proper burial under two two by fours nailed together <laughs> with a bow written on it. It's a year of birth. God bless their hearts. Well, after that, the food inspector shows up. I'm like, FDA or some shit. Yeah. Um, this is pointless to know, except that they'll they'll be murdering him soon. <laughs> I love it. I love that they just introduce characters just to. This, hey, this guy's gonna die. This soon. movie is a hundred percent that. This movie is just hey, here's a guy. <laughs> we don't need to care. We don't need to develop it. He's just here. Um, and it's just a series of people stopping by motel. Hello, just stopping by to say hi, and it's that's all we're getting right now. Um, so anyway, the girl and, uh, Vincent, they take solace in each other a little bit here. Uh, the girl's crying. <laughs> She's like, I'm so low. <laughs> Which by the way, go home, ask somebody for a ride home. Cause they are actually not hostile to her. Whatsoever. They're not. And they're not like forcing her to do to, anything. Like stay in like a room or no. Yeah. Like they're, she is free. And I'm pretty sure if she was like, can you take me home? I think they might've been like, okay. <laughs> it did not seem at all uh, nefarious with her. Vincent kinda, Vincent had a crush on her for sure. We know that. Yep. Um, but yeah, it just seemed very odd. And um, she's crying, saying about how she's all alone. And Vincent's like, oh, you're not alone. You have yourself. Which it's the, the definition of being. The very, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the definition of being alone. <laughs> Just you and yourself. Um, and she's like, oh, my God, you're right. I'm so blessed. Thank God. Well, that night, the uh, food inspector shows up. He, uh, he's going to scope out this slaughterhouse that uh, kind of gave him a good scare earlier. He kind of heard some weird noises coming from the slaughterhouse. This movie is so fucking weird, too, because... It's the most not surprising thing. I, like, I know. Was it supposed to be a reveal when they finally they show the head so late in the movie? I know. In the I garden. know. <laughs> in, like it's really weird that you say that because there has to be like a term for it that like you're just already aware. Of. Yeah. I mean, we've already seen it, but yeah. even when like I, when I saw it, revisited it. I'm not, never mind. I don't know what I'm saying. Because I was like, I felt like I knew that this was happening my entire life. No, you're right. You're right. And I'll, I'll tell you, I didn't remember any of this. Obviously, I knew the plot was like cannibalism. But from the jump, everything is pointing to that they're eating these people. Right. I mean, though, every time somebody's like, this meat's really good. He's like, isn't it? It's a special recipe. Right. Like, You're like, it's eating humans. Yeah. yeah. You took a body and made it disappear. Like, obviously, he's not buried in the backyard. Like, this is fucking crazy. So I don't know if later on when they show the heads for the first time, because they showed them so late. And I was like, could this, were they really like, can you believe it? <laughs> They're eating people. Somebody was shocked. <gasps> oh, dude. That guy at Cult Classics, 100%. Wait, well, we, do we need to tell Larry yes, to show it? Yes. Well, Larry, Larry needs to show if you're him. listening, you have to show Motel Hell. Yeah, so we can wow. see that guy's reaction. Cause I, Dude, he, he will be doubled over. He's like, oh my God. 
<laughs> eating humans this whole time. Also, why are they burying them? Like, you don't grow them. Dude, that, that part was insane to me. <laughs> What's the benefit of like, the, like, I've thought about it and I've thought about reasons, but there's such a far stretch that I'm like, why making am I the flesh sense? richer? Yeah. Like, like my thought was like, you know how they keep veal in like a dark room? Sure. Like, like tied up in a dark room. Yeah. I thought maybe that's what but then it was. Why would they just tie them up in the dark room? I don't know. Cause they're like adults. They could exercise. <laughs> When you when you bound when you tie them up, I guess you could do that. I, I listen. It's insane. It's insane, and it's so much extra work to that bury goes them. Into planting them, yeah, and like you're keeping them fed. They're, they are feeding them every night. Just eat them the way they are. Just kill them. <laughs> Put them in a freezer. That's what literally everybody does with meat. You can salt it. You can cure it. Options are endless. We've been doing it for centuries. <laughs> Keeping them in the dirt. And then later on, I mean, we could jump around. It's fine. Later on. So they. It's our show. Fun fact. That, yeah. I mean, honestly, I've, actually, it's funny that you say it because I've been thinking about people that like complain about the show, like that don't like it or whatever. I always think it's super funny because it's just like, who gives a shit? Like, that's my mentality now with the show is like, I'm just going to do whatever I want because. We do it, like, who gives a shit? Like, it's our fucking show. Do whatever the fuck we want. No, I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Anyway, um, (laughs) so, okay, so, spoilers, they plant people on the ground. spoilers. (laughs) Dude, you can't say that now. We've been talking about it for 15 minutes. (laughs) So they take people, they take people, they slit their throats. Well, no, they take out their, (laughs) they they surgically remove their vocal cords in a delicate surgery that they do. In a garden with dirt surrounding the farmer Vincent boxes. <laughs> then they take a giant drill, yeah. drill a hole for a, a human. Yep. They put a human in said hole and then they bury them up to their necks. Yes. They keep a bag over their head. And keep a bag. <laughs> what what is the bag for? I don't know, but <laughs> anybody that like I I would assume it's to disguise the fact that they're burying humans up to their head. Which, honestly, at that point, it would just more be like, I don't want to have to explain why I'm doing this. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like... Yeah. Well, then they then they feed them through snorkels yeah. with funnels at the top. <laughs> then... Oh, fogwa. Mm. That is... Killed James Gandolfini. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then, when they're ripe enough, I suppose, they... <laughs> This this was the Why most absurd. You just abduct fat people. This is the most. This is the most ridiculous. Con- when they, got, I, I mean, up to the bagging of the heads, I was like, this is so much work for for, for for some fucking jerky. But it gets worse because when it comes time to finally eat them, the process is so elaborate. Farmer Vincent brings out three uh, hypnosis machines, which are just giant spinning wheels with lights flashing. <laughs> Hypnotizes the the heads, the heads, yeah. and then puts ropes around their neck and ties it to a tractor, snapping their neck. Yeah. Then removes the hypnotizing machines, and then pulls them out of the ground with the tractor. Yeah, no, no, I'm aware. It is the most elaborate, it's so unnecessary. <laughs> like if human, but I will say this: if human flesh was a delicacy, 
this is like the the what do they call that beat from Japan? Kobe. K- Kobe. Yeah. Waigu. Where they like Waigu. Where they treat it really nicely and like feed it out in the field yeah. with like a special grass. That's they're, what this is. They're not treating these bodies <laughs> nicely. In fact, they're doing quite the opposite. It'd be like caged chicken meat. <laughs> dirty fucking buried human meat. It, like it, it'd be the, honestly, it'd be the opposite of Wagyu. Like those beef, they take a good care of. So but happy but he hypnotizes them. That's it. Takes a lot of time. So, It'd be very expensive. It did not take a lot of time. It took like two seconds. Also, during that entire scene, Farmer Vincent talks about <laughs> for like twenty minutes talking about humanely killing. <laughs> humanely killing them, dude. He took out their vocal cords, and they're a hundred percent alive. Their head. People, yeah. No, I, he's snapping their necks with a truck. <laughs> He does tell Terry that he has syphilis of the brain. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, well, Terry starts screaming it later. But do you think they're talking about Kuru? Oh, you're right. That is what they're talking about. I don't think they are. Yeah, they are. Do you, do you think Kuru was known at that time? Yeah. In 1980? Yes. You think they knew about Kuru? Of course, dude. Why would they know about that? What, what you think people just started eating meat in like 19-fucking-82? You think that these guys knew what... I'm, I'm looking this up. I do, dude. Kuru's probably been around for like... Since like the Middle Ages. When people were fucking savages. It's only found on like one island. Yeah. There's no way these guys knew what that was. The, it's, it's found in Papua New Guinea. I mean, maybe. Maybe <laughs> someone knew about it in 1980. But they didn't. Okay, so maybe they knew about, maybe they knew mad cow disease, and maybe that's what they were. <laughs> so, or maybe they just gave so this guy syphilis. This guy syphilis. just had syphilis. <laughs> Sticking his dick in one of the fucking heads in the ground. Oh my god. Well, uh, we should probably get back to this movie. So that inspector comes back and finds this garden. <laughs> Big surprise, he finds heads in the garden. <laughs> um... And Farmer Vincent hits him, and now he's ahead in the garden. (laughs) Next victim's up. Cheech and Chong Van shows up, full of 1980s punk rockers, as usual. Second movie we've done in recent period where the punk rockers are driving in, like, a Cheech and Chong Van. Like, they don't know how to do, like, what punk rockers were actually doing. What was the one that we just watched? Oh, it was a Friday the 13th movie. It was not. They had a Cheech and Chong character, but it was the the satire, the the one before Scream, the meta movie. Don't go in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who had it because they showed up at the lake and they were like, "Right, <laughs> you're absolutely right." But Friday the Thirteenth had someone that looked like Chong. Oh, right? oh yeah, they did have punks too, and they also had a van. Or no, they had motorcycles. They were motorcycles. Hey, no, 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 no. They had the motorcycle. Oh, they had some guy in a van. That oh yeah, literally that was, looked like Tommy. Chong. Oh yeah, he was pretending to be Cheech yeah. and Chong. Yeah, and like him and it was him and his girlfriend, yes, exactly. and they had one word names. Yeah, Chooch. So weird how people do that. Like they're like, well, that worked for them. <laughs> Let's just recreate it. Yeah. Um. Well, Vincent finds their van, and I guess uses a fire extinguisher to somehow <laughs> knock them all out. I'm not really entirely sure how. He goes and picks up Ida, and they reminisce on the old days of killing people. So again, it's not. Oh, well, I mean, we've already seen the heads in the garden. So wait, yeah. So we saw the heads in the garden. I don't know. This is so weird. This is just a really weird movie. It's just like really weirdly paced. 
I don't know. So I guess they show the heads early because the food inspector finds them. Mm. But I guess the reveal is that he's making the meat out of them. Yeah. Like, I guess there really right. is no reveal in this. They just kind of, like, come out about everything. Um, anyway, so him and I are talking about the good old days. The reveal is Bo is still around. <laughs> reveal what? Is Bo is still around? Oh, that reveal was, yeah. That was a reveal, I guess. <laughs> If anyone knew what Bo looked like, he's in the fucking movie for a split <laughs> I second. Like, right. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Bo, but you're who gives a right. shit. <laughs> uh, and he goes, I got a surprise for you. Shows I to the four dead punks who aren't actually dead. And uh, they bury him in the garden. Ida has our cool scene here where it's like very ritualistic of how she enters the garden, turns on all the lights, and she's like, got her hands up in the air. The movie is good. It's fine. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. I like it. Um, they dig the giant holes. They put them in. And then we get our line. It takes all... Because she's like, what are these guys? She doesn't understand what punks are. She's like, what are these guys? That's when we get the line. It takes all kind of critters to make Farmer Vincent fritters. Solid line. Solid line. I don't know why it's not in his billboard. The only oh, time because it should seen. really only take one critter to make sausage. <laughs> <laughs> just use cows like everyone else, you fucking asshole. Um, yeah, it's and it's it's weird. They show the entire process in this long ass scene of how they bury them. They dig the hole. The the fucking it's fucking gross. This the removing of the vocal cords and these care these. Heads make the most disgusting fucking noises you'll ever hear in your life. They it do. was so fucking gross. Uh, next day, we get a picnic with the whole family and um, and the girl, Bo's girl. What was her name? Uh, Terry? Terry? Terry. Yeah, you're right, I think. You are right. So, um, yeah, so they go on this picnic, and Terry's like, this ham is so good. No wonder you're famous. Why didn't I hear of you? How's he famous if you are? You fucking idiot, Terry. <laughs> uh, and they say they get another great line, meets meat and man's gotta eat. And then reveal that their grandmother would feed them dogs regularly. And they're all like, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, the cop, though, has starting to catch some feelings for Terry here. Yes. Takes her on a romantic dinghy ride. <laughs> invites her to the drive-in movies to see the monster that challenged the world. Where he'll make some moves and get thoroughly denied. Yes. Thoroughly denied. Um, <laughs> the next scene I want to talk <laughs> This scene was so fucking stupid that I just couldn't even get over it. There's two girls. We cut to two women driving down the street. Okay. And they stop. In the is, is this the wooden cutouts? Yes. Okay. <laughs> they stop. And they're like, hey, get out of the way, cows. And they start honking. And it cuts to what they're looking at. And it is cartoon cows drawn on the giant pieces of wood. <laughs> the most unnatural looking cows you've ever seen. Not photorealistic in any way whatsoever. See, you know what's funny though is I, I I don't know I think about this often. Like 
it's so easy to look at something and be like, that's so fucking stupid and ridiculous. But like, if you were driving down like a desolate highway and there was that cow, you'd be like, that's the weirdest looking fucking cow <laughs> yeah, I've ever seen. You'd probably do the same thing, just like start beeping it. Yeah, like, why is it not moving? You're 100. Why is right. it so weird I mean, looking? Think about how I reacted to that homeless person in Philadelphia. Like, I thought there was a monster. Terrifying. I literally I'm scared as <laughs> Like. This is going to sound terrible for people that don't know the story or whatever, but I forget where we even told it, if it was on the show or Instagram. But we had seen this person in Philadelphia. It was a homeless person. But the way the sunlight hit it, it, I was just, I was petrified. I I thought it was a fucking, literally a monster. Like, I thought a monster was there. So, yeah, you're probably right. I'd probably see cardboard Cows and be like, ah! he was like talking to us. I was like, I'm gonna roll out my windows. He was saying, like, could you drive? Like, screaming at me. <laughs> like, it's all right, man. <laughs> it was just so. If she came out of nowhere, or it was not a, it was not a woman. I think it was. A woman. It was not. Trust me. <laughs> oh my god, this is the funniest. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it because I'm sure I made the same jokes last time, but just. Thinking about the, him seeing me, I'm crying, screaming at. That's ah! <laughs> so mean. <laughs> oh, it's so terrible. It's I feel so bad. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. Um. Anyway. Whew, that's funny. Anyway, Wait, what movie is that? <laughs> what movie is that? What? Where? Oh fuck! Sean's actually crying. It's unbelievable. <laughs> No, it's, it's like I'm trying to. This is a movie where I think it's Leslie Nielsen. It might be a Naked Gun movie where he's like staggering out and, like, and people are screaming, running away. <laughs> I would put a ton of money that it's that or that spy movie that Paul was watching. Spy Hard. <laughs> Fucking idiot, Paul. Um. Anyway, so the cops interrupted from making his moves because he gets a call saying he hears women screaming. So, for whatever reason, they drive to Motel Hello, uh, where we meet a couple of swingers. Yeah, and uh, they're just they're just looking to fuck, man. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they're okay with fucking Ida and Vincent, which is <laughs> wild. <laughs> uh, they think they're at like a swingers resort or whatever. So, Ida and Vincent kind of play along with it, stick them in a room. And they're like, oh, yes, get ready for us. We'll be there soon. And we get the weirdest fucking scene of this woman with a whip just whipping everything. (laughs) Also, I was trying to think about how my dad might have tried to explain this scene to me. (laughs) Uh, If if he's anything like my dad (laughs) would have just told you. Oh, yeah, I've told this story. It's the one with the... Well, I don't think I explained it in detail. Remember when I said he found that porn magazine? We found that porn magazine oh, and he just took it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like uh, fucking fourth grade, third grade. I'm like, what are they doing? He's like, oh, you know, he's just sticking his dick between the woman's <laughs> two, two breasts. Like, just like, explaining it to me bluntly. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's nothing you haven't seen before. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I'm the idiot. <laughs> Pretty fucking you stupid idiot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny as fuck. Um, weirdest scene ever, though. She's just whipping shit. Uh, I don't Vincent show up though, and uh, immediately just gas him and uh, tie him up. Yeah, that scene's really funny though. Um, 
it's just nothing to really highlight there. So if you if you are on the fence of watching this and it sounds like kind of boring, definitely watch it. It's definitely really good. That scene is like really I think that scene's really fucking funny. The husband in it is super fucking weird. So this movie is not boring. No. This movie is entertaining. Yeah. It's almost difficult to talk about because, because there's nothing like outlandish. Solid. Yeah. Nothing outlandish enough that really stands out other than the end. And the outlandish stuff is supposed to be outlandish. Right. They're planting people. Right. Exactly. <laughs> to kill them. Yeah, so, like, if we're not doing it, like, it's not, like, a masterpiece enough to, like, big up and right, rant and right. rave about, but it's not ridiculous enough. I agree. I agree. And it's a really good pick. Um, I should mention who picked this. I should also mention who picked uh, the Jason movies. Uh, but boo Sarah Nasta, Friday the 13th, 4, she had chosen. She's the one that has the Jason mask as an avatar. Oh, she does. Oh, she must have liked that we were we were hot on 4, huh? Or what? Oh, no, I was hot on 3 more. Um, Jason or uh, Michael Pittman had chosen Jason Goes to Hell. You think it's actually Michael Pittman or Michael Pitt? I don't know who that is. Me neither. Brad Pitt (laughs) (laughs) and Stephanie Grieben, our homie from New York, um, who uh, chose Jason X. And uh, Motel Hell was chosen by, of course, we can always count on her, Aubrey Smith. Oh, we met her. Yeah. She's from Colorado. Yeah. I met her in Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, chose Motel Hell. So thank you so much. And Daniel Lopez is the one who chose Dolly Dearest. So okay. thank you, Daniel. He had also chosen uh, Phantom of the Opera starring Robert England. That's a movie. I mean, it's probably a thousand times better. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you knew that, huh? <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. So thanks, Aubrey, for choosing this movie. It's very good. Um Vincent, though, after all of this, they tie up those that couple and knock them out. I don't even know if they get around to burying them or not. Don't really care. But Vincent's deciding to uh, bring in Terry into the uh, into the uh, meat business, the meat biz, and uh, Ida not a fan of it. No, Ida's a little pissed off. Doesn't like it. She's a little jealous in a she, way. Not a little bit. She's very jealous. Yes. That's like going steady. <laughs> yes. She uh, she tries to drown <laughs> Terry. So why are you saying a little jealous? <laughs> <laughs> in a very nefarious plan of pretending to go tubing, which lasts way too long for a scene, and then uh, just drowning. Drowning. <laughs> um, Good way to make it look but, like an uh, accident, though. Vincent saves her. Vincent does save her. Which causes Terry to fall in love with him. Yes, which is very odd. It's ridiculous. It's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Um, Vinny saves her, and the girl starts making the moves on Vincent. She even uses the classic line, Vincent, take me, <laughs> which no woman has ever <laughs> said. <laughs> take me. Take me. <laughs> and Vincent's like, we should be married first. She's like, he's a man of fucking morals, which is great. But then she's like, are you proposing to me, lady? If you think that's a proposal, you you've got some fucking issues. You've got some serious fucking issues. <laughs> uh, anyway, the cop shows up, and uh, he loses his fucking mind over this whole thing because he's found out through town folk somehow <laughs> that Vincent's gonna marry Terry. Which is just disgusting. Literally just. (laughs) (laughs) So he storms into the house. He starts screaming at Terry. He's screaming. He's got syphilis of the brain and his pecker don't work. All this bullshit. 
And she's like, I don't care. I love him. Imagine saying that to a woman about his man. So crazy. Syphilis guy, of the brain. This guy's dick doesn't work. <laughs> his brain's melting. <laughs> and he's got Kuru <laughs> from Papua New Guinea. You know, that thing. Uh, but Vincent shows up and he is pissed. Super fucking pissed. He pulls out a gun on his own brother. Shows him the door. Cut to a celebration. For, I guess for the wedding. But they're wearing party hats. So I'm not... <laughs> I thought it was a New Year's party, but I, I don't know. <laughs> Ida goes to poison her. Yes. Puts something in her drink. She drinks it, passes out. Passes out. You think Vince is going to be pissed? Vince is like, let's get to fucking work. <laughs> and So they just prepare people. Yeah. They, this is the hypnotizing scene. Yep. Pull them out of the grave. Uh, while all this is happening, the cops are like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> My family murdering people. <laughs> the fact that, that is honestly the biggest reveal that that guy is unaware of all this. Yeah. And then like goes to a lake and finds a hundred fucking cars in a lake. And he's like, hey, wait, something's fishy. Ah, oh, fuck. I wish he said that. I wish he said that, that, be, that and did the CSI glasses. Looking in a lake and say that's fishy. And then it made the, that who song play. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody recut that for me. I'm way too fucking lazy. You know, I have to give you props. Sean made a joke. Everyone has seen the picture of the goalie of Mighty Ducks because he looks fucking terrible. I mean, he looks fucking like, abysmal. It's, it's he looks insane. like he was buried in this garden. Like, is ridiculous how terrible he looks. And Sean said that because he was arrested for a DUI. And Sean said that his punishment should be coaching a, a, a youth hockey team <laughs> just like Gordon Bombay did and fuck that's a good joke it is a good joke I love that joke and also I just love the idea of thinking about what a person like Gordon Bombay would actually look like it would be him yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what people that look like like yeah. get DUIs like <laughs> Gordon Bombay was like this wealthy guy had his own drivers and shit and like yeah. no no. Slightly drunk. You'd get this guy, <laughs> and you would not want him. And then when, when the town is like, "Okay, your coach is this guy," yeah. <laughs> it's court ordered from a DUI where you almost killed somebody. Every Riot. parent would, <laughs> dude. They'd Freddy Krueger him. They'd, exactly. they'd corner him. Exactly. They'd corner him in his shed and light him on fire. <laughs> he goes on to lead the team to the Olympics. <laughs> At the fucking Junior Olympics? Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> Three movies in. and and teaches us the important lesson that Iceland is green, and Greenland has ice. Yeah, that is a big <laughs> takeaway from those movies. That's what like did, honestly my own. The fucking knuckle puck, dude. And he's just hitting, he's just hitting it, like making it stand up. It's so fucking stupid. It's the most terrible idea. And the fact that literally every kid did that. Even kids. <laughs> oh, I'm aware. It's so much easier to hit it. Even kids that played hockey, like the Thule's and shit, who were like fundamentally sound, were still trying to do that. Yeah. <laughs> right, I know. The fucking knuckle puck. And imagine also. Can we just do Mighty Duck movies. Yeah. Can, also, can you imagine doing the flying V? Yeah, I mean, it, thinking, thinking that, that works. gonna work. Thinking that works. It's so unbelievable. <laughs> the flying bee is the worst idea I've ever heard. I mean, who's? I mean, 
because it's always the guy in the front Every, that shoots everyone's it. Everyone's in the middle. You have your entire team just. Cri- Yo, all they the have to do is put pressure. All on. they have to do is just line up in a straight line. Like, where are you going to go? Like the rest, the other team would just have to like make a make a yeah. horizontal line because they're in a fucking V. Then they would just be in each other's way. Like you pass to the guy behind. Like everyone's just in each other's way. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that movie is something else. <laughs> that movie is something else. And I remember when Disney bought a team and uh, bought the mighty nice. <laughs> Yes, of course I do. <laughs> now they're stuck with a fucking duck mascot still. You'll be kidding me. Anyway, well, that was it for the Mighty Ducks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the Bash Brothers are kind of cool. Bash Brothers were dope, but I mean, you know, I'll take Jose and uh, Giambi all day. Would you? Over those two little twerps? Jose's a fucking asshole. Yeah, but I love guys juiced to the gills. No, I do too. And those guys were juiced to the fucking gills. Yeah, but Jose's a fucking... Yeah, Jose's a fucking lunatic. I'm aware. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah, Jose, had a, his Twitter. Jose had a fly ball bounce off. Do you know how hard of it? Dude, it bounced off of his head over the wall. Do you remember that? Like the other guy got a home run because it hit Jose. Do you know how like hollow how your head has to be? It would just any other person, it would just like stop and like welt you. And this bounced off his head. He's a fucking airhead. <laughs> oh my god nobody knows what we're talking no one has any <laughs> when we make sports references people are i i feel like people don't appreciate because we get emails from the sports fans and we've gotten two of them that have been like that was such a great uh comparison we got two of them emails before being yeah who? Like, what a great comparison i don't know just two fans that were like over the course of the three years where we've made countless sports analogies we've only gotten two emails that were like that was cool <laughs> um sports and horror fans just aren't a thing really that much it's true yeah. you anyway. know i i forgot to mention uh the swingers the guy in the yeah. orange tank top yes you know who that is right Rao julia <laughs> well i mean not not a terrible guess to be honest with you no. it's john ratzenberger from um cheers yeah and he does all of pixar now yeah Yeah, that's him he's a lot skinnier time (laughs) time tends to do that to you (laughs) (laughs) i uh i sneezed and pulled a muscle in my back it's happened (laughs) i'm 33 years old next week and uh i sneezed the other day and i pulled a muscle so bad i couldn't breathe (laughs) yeah i've 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 done it a fucking nightmare anyway um where are we? Oh, Vincent, they drug her. They, uh, they're digging up bodies. They find the cars. Um, with 20 minutes left. Oh, this was, I guess, the reveal. Because with 20 minutes left, we finally fee- see Vincent carving up a body. Yes. And at this point, it's... Why is this, why is this occurring? Because he's telling Terry, he's like, look at what I do. And he's like eating it and tasting it. Yeah. And it's just, we know, Vince. We fucking know. We've known five minutes in when you picked up those bodies. <sighs> While this is happening, though, Bo breaks free out of the garden somehow. Just wiggles free. Impossible. <laughs> so it, hard. It's fucking impossible. So hard. Um, and he starts freeing the other vegetable people. 
And also the cop is on his way. So everything's falling in on uh, Ida and Vincent here. Uh, Cop tells Terry about what they're up to. She's like, yeah, I I think I knew that before you did. Uh, <laughs> Literally everybody knew before he did. Because they're every day. And worst cop ever. You're the worst. The worst. Uh, they get jumped by Terry. And uh, Terry takes steel. Or they get jumped by Ida, who takes Terry. Um, but the, all, all the vegetable people are up and they're attacking. And they attack Ida. Yeah. Ida goes down. We don't know her fate. But they they do something to her. <laughs> We'll find out her fate at the end. It's not satisfying <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, meanwhile, inside, though, Vincent is trying to convince Terry, you know, everything's Gucci. Just fucking we're just eating peep. You know, we're just eating people here. No, no big deal. No big shit. What's the yeah. problem? Treyway happens all the time. <laughs> Treyway. 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 That's what six nine says. <laughs> Treyway. Cool. Treyway. <laughs> I'm just imagining Vincent talking like. Six nine for sure. Why? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but Terry's like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. That's cool with me. And then Vincent turns his back and she tries to leave. And he's like, you fucking. I mean, he doesn't say that, but he's he's like, it's locked. You're stuck here with me. But cop comes in. Well, first the vegetables come in. They attack Vincent for a minute, but Vincent kind of disarms them. Uh, cop's still wandering around like an idiot. I don't really know what he's doing. And then the cop finally comes in, and they have the biggest chainsaw duel. While Vincent, this scene is worth the entire movie. Yeah, this scene is amazing. And Vincent, a pig head, a pig head, not a pig mask. <laughs> you just put a pig head over. You can't see out of that. No, and he's fighting with a pig head <laughs> over his head. But it looks fucking awesome. It looks amazing. It's so stupid. It's so ridiculous. It's such a terrible way to fight. Imagine if a boxer was Hardly like, I'm going to wear a, an animal's head over my own head. <laughs> With eye holes? No. <laughs> no. Just go wear an animal head. I mean, <laughs> the other guy would have to punch through it. That, hey, there you go. Maybe so that was his idea. It, yeah. Well, it doesn't work. Chainsaw. It doesn't work because um, the cop <laughs> chainsaws him in the stomach. <laughs> uh, and he sort of gets, he, he gets Terry in the guts. Goes and frees Terry, who's chainsawed like a James Bond victim in a conveyor belt, going towards the smallest meat saw of all time, but it's fine. Uh, cop frees him. And then they go back to Vincent, who's still just standing there <laughs> with a running chainsaw halfway through his body. It's going <laughs> sideways through his waist, and it's just in the middle. Yes. He, he did not cut him in half. He just stopped right there. Uh, and he talks to, he starts talking to his brother, Vincent here, the cop. And Vincent's like, you can have the hotel and the garden. And they're like, what garden? The secret, secret garden. garden. The secret garden. That's um, Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. The song sucks. Remember Savage Garden? Remember when they remixed the Bruce Springsteen secret garden with jerry Maguire sound clips and they played it on the radio with the sound clips in it no well you gotta check that out. i most likely because i would have changed the channel immediately <laughs> joe it's the whole song and interspliced is the story of jerry Maguire through audio clips from jerry Maguire. 
Hmm. Like telling the love story of him and Renee. Oh, I believe you. I just, no doubt I would have changed the channel. It was insane. It was so insane. <laughs> and then he says, you take care of my animals. And he says, chicka chicka cherry cola. Chicka cola. That song is stupid, too. It's a great song. That song is not great. <laughs> um, and then, but then, you know, uh, the Farmer Vincent here is doing the, uh, the old cartoon death. They're like, one more thing. <laughs> and one more thing. First, it's the garden, the secret garden. And you think he's dead, and then he's like, Should they have dropped an anvil? Take care of my animals. They might as well have. <laughs> Joe, the ending is is uh, fucking Acme cartoon. Oh, so I know. He goes, and he, he says, I'm the biggest hypocrite of them all. My meats, I used preservatives. <laughs> <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, but that's not the end. They go to the, they go to the, Garden at the end. Who's in the garden? <laughs> Ida. Oh, oh, Ida. Buried head, head first, first, upside down. She's probably been there for an hour, but her legs are still kicking long enough for us to see her die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, The police officer brother yes. is like, well, I'm sure glad I left home when I was 11. You're there every You're fucking day. <laughs> You're kidding me? <laughs> He's been there since the beginning of the movie. And you were okay with eating all the other animals and pets that grandma fed you. And you're like, yeah, it's fine. What's the matter with you? You're, you're a maniac. <laughs> you're a fucking lunatic. Uh, that's Motel Hell, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I love it. Great movie. I, I do. I, 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 I do. It's, um, it's not an ape. <laughs> But for what it is, I mean, it's just really fucking. Man, I was gonna probably get like three point five four four stars. Yeah, I probably get four, probably four. Really, for enjoyment. I, I want to sit on it for a little bit longer, but I think I would, because even just rehashing that ending made me appreciate. It's worth it. The, the ending made me like it a lot more. It. Talking about it, yeah, it. yeah, I'm he with has you. A pink hat on. He does. And they fight with fucking chainsaws. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as a movie, if you want to be like a film snob, it's like a tip. <laughs> <laughs> but for like enjoyment, it's sure, great. Man. It's great, man. They're just eating people. Yeah, people that eat people. Um, Dolly Dearest is next week. Oh God, I can't not recommend it enough. <laughs> <laughs> I would say seek it out because I'm putting it up there. You said it to me. I'm with you. I think it might be one of the worst movies we've ever watched. <laughs> Legitimately, it is bad. I'm, I'm in agreement. You know what? There's a lot. <sighs> I know that that's a weird thing to say. We've talked about it. It's hard to say like the worst. Like we talked about. Well, this is not hard for me. Jason, <laughs> Jason goes to hell and things like that, where it's, you know, or uh, Freddy versus Jason, like newer movies or the remake. That's what it was. Yeah. Where it's like shot, like it's bad, but it's, it's, yeah, it's weird. This is. Upper echelon, well, every shit tier angle of this movie is bad. It's really bad. Let's get, let's get into it. Just hop right in. Do you want to? Yeah. Well, we got to do our ending. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, it's coming up very soon, almost a month away. September 21st, the Falcon Bar in Orlando, Florida. Me and Joe will be there. Doing a live show. Come check us out. What are we doing in the movies on? Uh, I haven't decided yet. Okay. I, I found this sh- shot on video movie. Oh, it's good. from, oh, it's for, filmed in Gainesville, Florida. 
Uh, the guy still lives down there. I was trying to, and it's about like skateboarding zombies. It's it's insane. It's one of the more popular shot on videos because it's not. What's it called? I forget. I'll find out the name. But I almost want to talk to that guy and bring him out there. It's, you can't find the copy of the movie anywhere. He sells them on his website. Um, really cool. I, I kind of want to have bring him out. Um, I got to try and reach out to him because I think that would be a cool thing to do unless we hate it and then we're like uh you, you, have to, you have to exit <laughs> you have to exit um but anyway uh that's then october 6th uh salem massachusetts we'll be there so check that out too those are on our website uh, i hate horror.com um slash events something like that or go to our facebook page facebook.com slash i hate horror and we have all the events listed there and all the information and links and all that uh that's it rate review subscribe on itunes that's the best way to support us if you do send me an email sean at i hate horror.com and i'll send you a sticker i'm on instagram and snapchat at i hate horror i'm at joe uh what am i at you're at 1985 and horror show joe not on twitter yeah we're yeah. we're done with twitter we are hardcore done with Twitter. I'll go on and check and like the comments people leave us. Yeah, if, if I get like it. a mention. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm straight up done. Uh, I, yeah. Definitely. I love it. It's made my life it's infinitely better. I, I agree. It's crazy. Um anyway, so enough of that. Um I think people are tired of it. Blow the Somebody's whistle. Been murdered. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Speaking Who's that, of, too short? Speak, yeah, it is. Speaking um, of blowing the whistle. Okay, Joe's... I'll be back. Blow the whistle. All right, guys. Uh, for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Ah, uh, thank you. Ah, uh, yo. I don't want That's it guys, that's it guys. That's it, guys. That's it, guys.